podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good evening, good day, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time it is, wherever you're around the world. It is the Spurs show uh, with Mike Lee uh, this week for our 12th season. 12th, I think we started 2007 8 um, when Yol was there. Yes, he was. Anyway, uh, welcome uh, everyone. Uh, on tonight's show, we are joined by from the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust. Cat Law joins us. Hello. Lovely to see you again. Thank Welcome. you so much for the invitation. It's a pleasure. It's Most so weird. grateful. It's August, it's summer, and yet the season's started a bit early this season, well, isn't it? Well, yes, and it finished very late, didn't it? Yes. I think this was the first year that we played competitive games, or games, in every month. June, yeah. and then July, I found myself down at Dulwich and uh, wow. over at Enfield Town, and then obviously started the season. Amazing. So. And also yes. from the Trust, Martin Cloak joins us. Hello, good to be back. Welcome How back. How are you doing? Very good. Yeah, lovely to have you. Uh, so tonight's show, we are obviously going to look back at the first game of the season against Aston Villa. We're going to look ahead to the massive game of the weekend against Manchester City. We'll also look at some of the things the Trust have been doing recently. Uh, they're on the back page of the Evening Standard tonight, so we'll, we'll certainly talk fans about that. Fans fury. I know, fans fury. We'll, so we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, talk about sort of Ericsson, uh, what's going on there, Vertonghen, um, any sort of truth in the rumours there's a fallout there. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as well. All that coming up on tonight's Spurs show. Now, before we kick off properly... I have to do this, um, and I want to do this. Uh, this week's show is brought to you in association with MatchPint, a sports pub finder, a free app and platform. Um, now, I actually used this. I was in Edinburgh at the weekend, and I downloaded this uh, app because I was in Scotland to find out where they were showing the Spurs uh, Villa game because I'd already wandered in a few pubs. They were showing whoever Celtic were playing. It was like, oh, for God's sake, someone's going to be showing the Spurs game. So I found a Brazilian restaurant that was on the app, and myself and Phil Cornwell joined me, and we watched the game together. So thank you very much, Match Pine. It works. Really good if you're like on holiday in the UK or you're somewhere unfamiliar, and you're thinking, where's the game going to be on that's going to be half decent? And you can look it up. And uh, for the moment as well, they've designed the Budweiser Pint Predictor that Theo Delaney launched last week, the perfect game for sports fans where you can win beer, Premier League tickets and many more. All you've got to do is download the free Match Pint app and there's a great score prediction for, prediction for all the upcoming televised Premier League games. Join the Spurs Show League. The code is just put in the code SPURS and you can take on me and Theo and other listeners and looking uh, from last week, Simon G is currently top with two spot-on predictions. Theo doing well on, in sixth position. I'm in 13th at the moment. And uh, 501 Spurs fans guessed 3-1 to Spurs. Um, and last week there was a... We, we opened it with a free pint uh, promotion. And I can tell you, 1,391 of you all got free pint out of it. So, well done. Well worth doing it. Join the league. Uh, it's lots of fun. And as I said, there'll be lots of prizes as we go on throughout the season. Right, let's kick off um, with football. The actual game. The actual football. Let's talk about Villa. How exciting was it to go back August? You know, it's something about going back first game of the season 
you know, in the stadium. Yeah, I mean, this was the dream start on paper. It's been a while it? since we've been at home, isn't it, the first game of the season? Well, absolutely, it's years, I think. Yeah. But it, you know, look... You can't ask for anything more than to be drawn at home against a newly promoted side to start off the season. But as I said to Martin, on paper, it's a dream. And Martin was like, yeah, but we're not playing them on paper. (laughs) And that proved to be very, very true. But going in, super excited, Mm. was up there nice and early, like one o'clock, may have had a pint or two, but it wasn't a free pint. So I'm sorry about that. I had to pay for it. Mm. Um, Met with a load of mates got to the stadium shortly after it opened and the place is still sensational it's mm. got better over the summer if anything any, any tweaks you noticed over the summer any tweaks i noticed over the summer um i don't think there was that much they could improve on really in terms of structure because they had the delay didn't they before yeah. they moved in mm. which meant that they could put all the cosmetic finishing touches in there yeah. um uh, did you see anything that you noticed was different Mark? well there was one very one important thing, thing wasn't there <laughs> one, one rather important you, thing. you have campaigned tirelessly tirelessly for <laughs> Extraordinary. Well, do you want do you want to build me up a bit more? Yeah, sure, I will do. Thanks. So you know, you've you've sacrificed a lot to get this change made in the stadium. I have. Uh, to many people, it's life changes, it's life affirming. Uh, you have demanded <laughs> and campaigned. You've marched. You've you've done petitions to finally get chips sold by themselves I absolutely have ground. and well done very kind of you you've to, done it. to build it up I fear this will be my legacy <laughs> it, it's only a matter of time before this heads up the trust list of achievements yeah. on the homepage of our website so just for those of you who aren't quite as sad as Mike and don't realise what we're talking about here last season you could buy chips accompanied uh, with a responsible adult no chips accompanied with fish accompanied yeah. with tofu accompanied burger. with a burger etc yeah, yeah. et chicken but not chips yeah. on their own no solo chips which was a little bit crazy was that so, basically because they hadn't programmed just well, it kind chips of was, only well actually there's a pretty big markup in chips on their own yeah. but I suspect they thought it would be a lower price mm. product and if they can flog an eight pound burger mm. you might as well try and do that um, so anyway they have now decided that they've seen the error of their ways Wonderful. and from Saturday permanently you can buy a portion of chips for £3.50 in its own little box with its own little portion of mayo or ketchup wow. with its own little vinegars and salts and Honestly, Amazing. I am a proud mum. It, it made my heart swell. There you are. Yeah, and it was almost, we just thought we might as well go home now because it doesn't really, really get any better <laughs> than that right. at all, you know. It's like the shortest <laughs> podcast from the top. Somebody yeah. literally did say that we are living in the golden age <laughs> of Spurs and I love that. Well, anyway, let's look at the uh, the team. So the, 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 the starting lineup uh, against Villa was Luis in goal. Walker Peters uh, started, Toby uh, Sanchez in the middle, Danny Rose... Uh, on the other side, uh, middle was Ndombele, Winks, Sissoko, Lamella, slightly ahead of them three, and then sort of more, uh, sort of slightly ahead of Lamella, and then Kane up front. Um, so, I mean, let's talk about the fullbacks because obviously there was a lot of talk about. I mean, Sessignon, who've got in, is obviously injured at the moment, but probably not many people at the end of last season would have said Carl Walker Peters will be our starting fullback. No, I think that that's that's a bit of the squad that maybe we look a little bit light in the fullbacks, but I think I've got a feeling that that we're not going to be playing in exactly the same way that Pochettino's traditionally relied quite a lot on his fullbacks, hasn't mm. he, over the past few seasons and you know the the fullbacks that have played for him have been have been made so much better uh, under his coaching as well. And I've just got a feeling, you know, people have been saying we need to find different ways to play, you know, maybe mm. we've been found out a bit in some areas. So it may be that we're not going to be relying on them 
uh, quite as much. But then we did look really narrow, didn't we, on, on Saturday as well. And you think, you know, that's the only place, in, certainly in that formation, that the wit's going to come from. But yeah, um, I mean, Walker Peters, a few people said last season, didn't they? That it, you know, they'd have liked to see him get a few more chances. Yeah. And the only way you get better is by having Absolutely. experience as well. So, but they did um, kind of. But it, it, it does look of, a bit light. They did kind of target him. I mean, the goal was sort of the long ball was sort of between Walker Peters and Sanchez from memory, trying to work when the ball came over. And then Rose had to come across, yeah, didn't yeah. he? Um, Rose just, had a really good game, I thought. Yeah. You know. I like Rose. I'm, I'm glad he's still really, there. Really you know, I, I don't know the guy. I don't know what he's like off the pitch. I don't know what he's like in the dressing room. I think he's a great fullback. He's been there a long time, a lot of experience. And having him there surely is going to help Walker Peters and Sessignon, who's only, what, 19? Yeah, absolutely. going to help yeah. him coming through. Asset, Rose I think people like his Rose was the same that. age when he... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about 10 years ago he met his yeah, day, wasn't it? Absolutely. It's the, the screamer yeah. gets Arsenal. Yeah. So, but also Sessignon plays a bit further forward as well, doesn't he? There's a debate, you know, is he a left winger? Is he, is he, is he a wing back? Is he a left back as well? So, but Pochettino likes those players that can play in, in a few different positions, doesn't he? As yeah. well, so you can see where they've got him in. Yeah. But he's someone we've been linked with for a long time, isn't it? So it's got to be a good thing that, that you know, we've got the signing over the line. No, absolutely. I mean, I mean it's some, you know, I was about to say typical Spurs style. We went a goal down. I mean, we were kind of battering them. And, you know, I, I have to say watching the game, pre-Poch, we would have lost that game 1-0 and we'd just been deflated and come out going, oh, God. You know, the, the, the typical Spurs, so excited after, you know, first 90 minutes. Uh, but we are a different beast now. You know, yeah, we are. you do I, sit yeah. there going, we're going to score, we're going to score, as opposed to sitting there going, well, we're going to be there all day. It's not I think score. Poch is trying to change the team's mentality. Mm. I think we're going some way to changing some of the fans' mentality, but not all of it. Look, we've all been there through some very dark days, and I think it's only natural that we'll probably err on the side of pessimism. Fans of a certain age, sure, you're 20, and you've only known the good things, then fair enough. Fans of a certain age. And I agree with you, you and I actually made this point in our Champions League run. In fact, it was Ajax. Yeah. wasn't it Be- before Mora's hat trick when things looked pretty grim at half time mm. I did actually say Danny Rose was the one player who made an effort mm. so big up to Danny um, I'm a big fan as well um, but it was about our mentality as a fan base that night because I felt that too many of us in the stands didn't believe mm. and and what happened that second half I think probably went such a long way to hopefully changing us into Mm. a club with a winning mentality because that the margins are so narrow when you get to the level that Tottenham's playing at Mm. and I and I do feel that there is something that's been psychological that's been a barrier and I I can't I can't tell you why but you can go back to all those FA Cup semi-finals that we've lost that Mm. are the things of myth and legend (laughs) Um, and there's there's got to be something deeper because you know everything's changed the the players have changed and and the managers have changed we've got those two great games from last season that you know the Man City game the quarter-final and then the semi-final and you know I mean you know that whole competition we should have been out of it what was it five or six times and, and we came back in but those two games especially when people just thought, oh, well, that's it, you know, that we've mm. really gone. And I think it got to the stage, I remember at the final, you know, the final wasn't the best game for, for a lot of reasons. It certainly wasn't the best game of football I've ever seen. But until Origi got that goal right towards the end, I absolutely believed that yeah, we would I get did. back into that. And I thought, if we get a goal, we've got them because totally they good. are knackered. Yeah. And that's it. So hopefully, we, you know, it, there, there's, there's different yeah. personnel but, but, this but season. The crowd, but were, the crowd were good on Saturday. They right? were great, oh, actually. Yeah, and look, I, I don't think we well, could... I think have... it was a bit flat early on because I, I think you're going to get that. The 5.30 and also, mm. you know, I think 
things hadn't gone that well for us, and it was a little bit quiet, mm. wasn't it? But once we started getting back in... That's, sorry, that's what I thought my mm. men. Well, mm. Once we got one back, yeah. the, mm. the crowd were absolutely mm. buzzing, and the South Stand was so loud. And I think, you know, look, we are now Champions League finalists. I know we didn't win that final, and a lot of us are pretty gutted about that, but we'll get back there again. Mm. Um, but we have now a, a new status. I think that's so vastly important. We've got a fantastic new stadium. We're Champions League finalists. We cemented our place as, you know, top, top four finishers for the last few seasons we should believe that we can win those games from that position even when we've got 20 minutes left and we're losing we absolutely should have that belief absolutely. every single time but, but if you look at our league form at the back end of last season yeah. coming into here we could forget yeah, about yeah. it because the yeah. Champions League it really was poor it, it, it so was I'm sure it there was, was many Spurs poor, yeah. fans when we were goal down with what in 70 minutes mm. going this is what's happening league wise it's a bit like you know okay, not exactly the same like under Ramos when um, we won the League Cup and we had an awful run in the beginning of the season. Next season, it yeah. was an awful run. But the difference is, obviously, one man then came onto the pitch because we were playing well, but it was very... It's lacklustre, I think. Yeah. and tight, and they had men behind the ball. But then Christian Eriksen came on. Were you surprised that Eriksen didn't start or...? Um, not particularly. I mean, there's, there's been all the you know the hoo-ha around him about the transfer, you know, and you know, is he is he getting on well with Poch? Does Poch like somebody who said that he wants to move on? You know, what's mm. going on as well? I, I wasn't entirely surprised that he didn't start, um, mm. but you know, he did make a difference. I mean, what I've been surprised about is 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 Spurs fans saying, oh, you know, he's not really that important to us. Oh, but I can remember, you know, they said that about Michael Carrick and they yes. said it about Luka Modric Absolutely. when he was playing for us as well. And I think, yeah. you know, I don't think Eriksen is the only player that's important, mm. and I think there are other creative options. And certainly with the new signings as well but good you know what a difference he made on Saturday as well you can't argue with that at all but I mean the problem is we've, I mean, and I haven't seen the Chelsea yet and I don't know if he's exactly the same we've never had a like for like Ericsson so no. even last season when Ericsson had a dip in form we didn't have the same kind of player to, to make those kind of passes and things no, that no, was the kind no, of problem no. Not at yeah. all, but I mean, I think, you know, Ali being out a lot of the time has, has kind yes. of, you know, been a bit, has affected him as well. I think that, you know, the way that those two can combine and the way that they can use space. Yeah. I think, you know, the interesting thing was that Villa gave him a lot of space, didn't they, mm. when they came on as well. And I think, you know, that, I mean, Grealish was absolutely terrified. And I think it was him panicking that, that let us in for one of the goals, really, as well, because yeah. he didn't really know what to do with himself. And I thought that Grealish had had a decent game mm. as well up to then. You know, Villa were very, very well organised. <coughs> and it was nice to see Ndombele score on, on his debut, wasn't it? It's always nice very to see Cracking goal. Yeah. And he looks so thrilled. Yeah. But actually, actually, just rewinding back to our new signings, um, Sessegnon hasn't put, a, well, hasn't said a word wrong mm. so yeah. far. You know, His, you know the, the, the videos, see, the interviews yeah. so have been amazing. And I, you Which know, is what you want from a new player. Generally, generally yeah. so excited yeah. to be playing for Tottenham Hotspur. That is the kind of player to, like, that I'm we want. I'm taking the money in that yeah, 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 yeah. Spot on. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But also the players that we've signed, you know, there is that thing and it's something that annoys you when you're not there. But it is, you know, people have come to us because, you know, we were in the Champions League final because we've established ourselves as a top four side which doesn't mean that we've got the right to be that mm. you've still got to play for that and it's interesting again you're saying about the end of last season it's a conversation that we've had you know loads of times that you know the form the league form especially at the end of last season really wasn't great at all mm. and actually it, it's, it's weird because I'm still buzzing from lots of last season but actually the, the, the quality of football was probably the worst in all the time that Poch has been the manager mm. Uh, and certainly, you know, the, the results were as well. And yet it was still, it's still a great season and we can still be confident about the team that we've got. So maybe there's something in that. I don't know. It's a bit sort of kind of the mentality against the, you know, it's the old Tottenham conversation, isn't it? Yeah. You know, is, is it the glory or is it the winning? Mm. And I've always said it's both, you know. Definitely but. both. But the first goal, I, I think, was it... I think was it, was it was Ericsson had the, was the free kick and we sort of we kept the ball alive and we 
obviously, I think more than played it back to Dombele. And then the second goal you've already mentioned was Grealish. It was actually Lamella, who many long-term listeners to the show will say, I'm not a massive Lamella fan, but I thought he, he, he battled, he won the ball back, yeah. he got the ball back and, and sort of set that one up for, for Kane. And it was lovely again to see how he do what we all know he can do. Oh. And just as soon as you get the ball, you go, well, this is going in. Two really I'd actually good forgotten that he hadn't scored at the stadium. That's that right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I completely yeah. overlooked that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that was nice to see. Yeah, exactly. It? But yeah. I, think, I think, again, it's somebody, you get so used to Harry Kane. Uh, mm. And it's, yeah, of course he scores goals. And, and, you know, there's the criticism, you know, he doesn't score spectacular goals mm. or whatever. But someone, you know, those goals that he scored on Saturday, they weren't easy to take, but he made mm. it look easy. Yeah. And he, he is a natural goal scorer. Mm. And I think that people forget sometimes we are, we are so lucky to see, you know, that is one of the great goal scoring forwards. Uh, you know, the, uh, in, in the game's history, I think. I still well. can't forgive him for not wearing socks at his wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> Harry, come on. You know, and then so obviously it was a, a, a good, good win. Um, I mean, the only other one that, that was left out, which I mean, look, you can only play eleven players, but completely left out was Jan Vertonghen. Now, do you, do you think again? I mean, I think Poch came out and sort of said, "Same with Eriksson, it's a fitness thing. We're not up to speed." We know Poch is all about pre-season and getting players fit. Jan's getting on a bit now. Did you see much into this whole thing about always oh, another one with just one year left? And... I, I think we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Mm. I mean, I think, you know, that, uh, again, uh, you know, defensively, we don't look as strong maybe as we do in other areas of, mm. uh, of the squad. So I think, you know, writing anybody off at this stage is, is going to be a, a daft idea. But you, you, can, you can never tell with Poch. He's very enigmatic in his press conference, isn't he, as well? But, you know, there's, but the story's been there today, hasn't it? It was about a fitness thing. Well, maybe it was just because he didn't think he was fit enough. Mm. That there's no example being set or big you know, thing behind it. But, you know, the sort of sports media needs stuff to write about, or, don't they? So. Or maybe it's simply, I think that this team here, on paper, not as strong as good enough to beat Aston Villa. And yeah. I'm only thinking about next Saturday away in Man City. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Of... I, I, I think Vertonghen's <laughs> going to play a lot of games this season. You know, yeah. I think, I think that, you know, that squad's going to be used pretty well. And hopefully, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be stretched because we'll be in all four competitions. Absolutely. Well, look, let's look ahead at the Manchester City game after this very quick break. And welcome back after that break. Right, we're going to talk about Man City in a minute, but first a few bits and pieces. Some of you might remember Theo Delaney mentioned this last week. Uh, on September the 19th at the Millfield Theatre in Edmonton, I'm delighted to be interviewing Raphael van der Vaart. Uh, it's a great event organised by the wonderful Punjabi Spurs. Uh, come along, we'd love to get as many Spurs show listeners there um, to hear me hopefully ask the right questions to Raphael, uh, go to millfieldtheatre.co.uk. I believe there's two types of ticket prices. Uh, check them out. I think the, the basic price is 35 quid. And I think to hear from Raphael Van Avar, um, you know, who's still connected, only, you know, only stopped playing for us a few years ago, it would be a great night. And it's, a, you know, Millfield Theatre in Edmondson is a really nice theatre as well. So go and check that out. Uh, if you can make that, if you can't make that, don't forget now the Spurs Show season tickets are now available again. All you've got to do is go to season.spurshow.net and for just £10 a month, you can get two tickets for each of our monthly events. And we are starting on September the 23rd with Phil Bill. Then we've got in October, David Tossel, who's just written a brilliant book about Jimmy Greaves. Uh, and then the next one, and I'm delighted with this, December the 2nd uh, is our Christmas show, Back at the 100 Club. And we've got Steve Archibald and Garth Crooks. 
And it's the first time they've been in central London together doing an event, probably since their playing days. So go and get your season ticket. And if you live outside London and you think, oh, I can't come to every monthly event, blah, 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 don't worry. If you go to live.spurshow.net, you can now buy your tickets for the Christmas show on December the 2nd. Archibald and Crooks, your quick memory. I mean, I mean, you, well, you were the boys from White Hart Lane. You didn't interview them for the boys from White Hart Lane, we, we couldn't get hold of either of them, oh, which is one of the biggest disappointments. Trust me, they're tough to get hold of. <laughs> they, they are, are really tough, tough to, get to get hold of as well. But yeah. <laughs> my, my greatest memory is, is that, that that year, the FA Cup semi-final replay, when we took over Highbury, yeah. and we absolutely pulverised Wolves 3-1. And I mean, they were just, you know, Ricky V was magic. Like, like, they were all magic, but I mean, That's Crooks and Archibald. The, 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 what, the, what the, the hoddle pass... Which oh, stopped and Crooks yeah. was just, just one of the greatest And, and I, I've, I didn't realise until about six months ago that there was actually some footage of, of that game that you can get, I think, on YouTube or somewhere as well. Because I've, I've had to, you know, sort of oh, go yeah, back into there. the memories, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, I was, I was reasonably young yeah. in, in those days, you know. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, that's a fantastic, you know, build to get. And it'd be fantastic to see them back together again Yeah, as well. no, it's but great. I mean, real I'm, shame we couldn't get him for the book. Well, I mean, Archibald lives in, in Spain now. Yeah. So it's just, it was trying to get hold of him. And we nearly got him for the last, uh, actually, the end of season show. But I kind of, and, and, and Garth's been on the show a few times, but like a long time ago. But he doesn't seem to do many of these kind of no. life things. So when yeah. I sort of managed... The stars aligned, and it's going to be... That's brilliant. You know, your but, solo but, chips moment, Mike. Yeah, it is, it I thought so. It well done. It's your moment. legacy. Well done. <laughs> I had a bit of an embarrassing <laughs> fanboy moment with, uh, with Archibald at the weekend, though, because somebody had put on Twitter when I was coming back from the match yeah. so as a, as a, uh, that, you know, about the, the song, you know, we'll yeah, take more care we'll of you, Archibald. Yeah. And he said, he, he put a picture up with a shelf in its heyday, and he said that, you know, it, it, people don't realise what it was like as a player when you went on the pitch and you heard the shelf sing your name, yeah. and it just made you feel brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and so I put in my kind of, you know, I don't know, yeah. cut the points. I just said, like, I loved him then, and I still love him now. Yeah. And then he replied, and he yeah. said, oh, thanks, Martin. Uh, like, oh, my it. God, yeah. I'm so embarrassed. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, you're, I'm sure you'll be there that night. And, uh, uh, yeah, just don't tell him who it is. Right? Get, I'll, I'll, I'll point you so out. So as well, Punjabi Spurs are on a bit of a role, because they're featured on the opening credits of Match of the Day, aren't they? You know, they have the little clips of the fans. Are they? And there's a picture of Punjabi oh, Spurs okay. with their flag out of a car. Amazing. Wow. Well, yeah. well Josh, who runs yeah, it, yeah. is a lovely guy and comes to all the Spurs show events. And they do lots of great events. And I'm delighted to be part of this Van of Art one, which is... Uh, yeah, that'll be crazy. You know, it's, it's, you know, again, it's Edmonton. So, I mean, yeah, that's September the 19th, millfieldtheatre.co.uk. Right. Um, let's... Well, before we talk about the Man City game coming up, let's talk about, obviously, um, for those of you listening who aren't, in, who aren't based in London... Back of the evening standard, Tottenham Hotspur Sports Trust uh, got a good mention because you guys have obviously been trying to push for the club to go back to what they did at Wembley. They did these brilliant buy in advance packages for the three Champions League home games. And it was a bit of a lottery because I remember at the time you didn't know who you were playing. Uh, they were category B, I believe. And then I know you've been pushing for a long time to get it back. But unfortunately, the club have, have said nah. So basically, yes, <laughs> it was a multi-game pack for the group stages of the Champions yeah. League and they just happened to be offered at Wembley. It's really important that people realise the deal was not about Wembley. Mm. The deal was basically for quite a while, the club had been looking to remove the two cup credits that right. came as part of your season ticket yeah. pack. So you'd get the 19 league games mm-hmm. and you'd get two, the first two home cup credits. Yeah. 
and they were a bit of a kind of a millstone around the club's neck because it meant they couldn't sell any group stage packs in a creative way because right. one of those first home ties had ended in a credit gonna, right, and okay. it kind of cocked everything up. Okay. So they came to us and said, you know, this is what we're going to do, this is why we're going to do it and we want to be able to be more creative about the way that we study the Europa League group stage packs or Champions League group stage packs. And the thinking at the time was if you lock everybody in and there's a dead rubber at the end, you still got your revenue and you still sold your tickets. Mm-hmm. So it made sense on all parts. Mm-hmm. It just happened to be that we were playing at Wembley. Mm-hmm. So, right, okay. Right, so they offered that the first time round, and it, as you said, it was a blind deal. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, the, the, the deal was sold before the group stage draw, so you didn't know who you were playing, you didn't know what dates you'd be playing them on neither. Mm-hmm. A bit of a gamble, but they, they weren't even categorised. The, right, okay. They started at 70 quid for three games. Right. Like, for the whole three games. Right, okay. Not each, yeah, as they yeah, probably yeah. will be now. Mm-hmm. Um, they repeated it the following season, mm-hmm. but not quite as cheap. Um, that was a season that we ended up with Borussia Dortmund and Real Madrid in the group stage and I basically think the board of Tottenham just turned around and went hang on we've given away these tickets basically right. we could have category aid both of those games and right. made a lot more money last season they couldn't offer them because we didn't know which venue we'd be playing out of we could have been playing at Wembley or we right. could have been playing it back at the new lane so that was the reason given for not offering that pack then so when we've badgered them this summer they've delayed and delayed and delayed a decision and then came back to us last week and said no we're not offering it So for us, it's either that's fine, give us our cup credits back in that case, thanks Mm -hmm. very much, or don't try and hide behind the excuse that you're now putting out there, which is basically that they only offered the pack because Wembley was inconvenient. Because Martin and I sat in enough meetings with the board of Tottenham where we argued for basic compensation levels, basic, you know, goodwill gestures to our fans because Wembley was an inconvenience to be told flatly that Wembley wasn't an inconvenience. Mm. So that's kind of why we're a little bit irate. Mm. Also, in our recent survey, 86% of respondents, and it was a really statistically robust survey there's nearly four and a half thousand respondents 86 percent wanted that pack mm. so and they knew that so mm. it's not just the trust yeah, yeah, badgering yeah. and knocking on mm. the door yeah. it's the vast majority mm. of their season ticket holders and their members as well wanted that pack so yeah. it's a bit of a snap but in it's the funny because because money aside and oh we can fill the stadium anyway so we don't need to do this all that aside it just made it so much easier i mean the fact that this season there you can now buy rather than doing it, because it was, it was a full-time job last season, buying tickets. The fact now they do three games, three games, three yeah. games, buy at the same time. Because they were doing that, it kind of made sense to go three Champions League games as well. In that, really. I mean, that, that's that's. Well, what they've also done is signed a lot of us up to the Gold Cup scheme, which means that What's we're that? on autopay. So auto pay we've already right. signed up for every Cup scheme, the automatic Cup scheme. So right. we'll already get charged for those tickets. Mm. And either if we can't make them contact the club and get a refund I assume mm. because at the moment they're saying you can't put those tickets on exchange or ticket share which is like lunacy so there's just an awful lot of stuff going on really? ad- admin wise that yeah. we really do need them to bottom out before yeah. the 29th of August it, it does push up which the price because a few people have been saying today oh, well, you know, let's see what the prices are well, you know what the price is going to be because it will be cat A, cat B or yeah. cat C and yeah, yeah, yeah. probably not a cat C uh, so you're going to be at least one cat A, mm-hmm. and then you know, and maybe another A. So you know, in my seat, if, the, if there's it's if there's, yeah, if there's a yeah. cat A and two cat Bs, that's nearly another two hundred pounds on mm-hmm. top of my season ticket. And we're seeded, I believe we're seeded uh, number two, two in the pot, pot two, two, pot yeah. two. So, so we can't get, get Dortmund uh, this year, apparently. Why not? Because they're also in pot, in pot two. Okay. So we won't yeah. get, oh, okay. we won't get yeah. Dortmund, yeah. but right. obviously all the the the. The pot ones are still there, yeah. right? So, yeah. so yeah. we're gonna get a, a biggie team, but, you know, but even C three, there'd be some yeah, yeah, yeah. Top there, there, there's there's very few which you know I think you could really make a case for saying you know a, a, yeah. a, a C. 
whole... I think I could probably make a very good case <laughs> well, to say that everyone should be a cat <laughs> seat, but no. But then people listen. are saying, oh, you know, what, what do you expect? Of course, they're going to do that. And, you know, the, the, the comeback on that is, well, you know, just because they can do something, it doesn't necessarily mean they should do it. And yeah. what quite a few people have come back to us, you know, and said over the past few months, and, you know, certainly today, since we put the statement out, was that, you know, well, it would be nice wouldn't it, if they just occasionally sort of recognise the loyalty a bit, put something back, and of course they can, you know, they're making lots of money. They're making, what was it, their report was over to someone making £800,000 a game before, uh, match. uh, before matches in the stadium mm. from, from the catering as well. Yeah. So, you know, fans are spending the money and yeah. they're putting stuff in. We know it's an expensive stadium, we know it's an expensive business, and mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a luxury sport now. Yeah. But um, it just, you know, it leaves a little bit of a bad taste, so... But it was quite funny because we said, I think that I think they changed the headline because we'd said in the I think the statement said we're we're extremely disappointed and the headline was Spurs fans fury right. and that like, fury is one of those words like probe uh, yeah. which only features in yeah. a, in a headline in a newspaper isn't it as well so well, I think I think it was toned down a bit yeah, you, know, yeah. sort of, you know we we were quite annoyed you know <laughs> Fair disappointed enough. yeah mentioning that the the sort of stadium questionnaire you did at the sort of the end of the last... When, when did that come out again? I'm June. Remember. It, was, it was the middle of June and it's an yeah. annual survey that we've run for the yeah. last six years now. And it's a, the trust survey and we tend to look at every kind of aspect of a match day experience. So that will be your ticket pricing, uh, travel to a game, uh, your access to away tickets, what your experience is like inside the ground. So mm-hmm. the catering, the stewarding, yeah. the policing, all those kind of touch points. And then we'll ask things uh, about, you know, Enoch, uh, how we think that their stewardship mm-hmm. and, you know, governance of the club is. Uh, we'll ask about on field. We'll ask about transfer policy, that kind of stuff. And mm. then we'll ask about us, obviously. It looked very a bit good, of but nice did you got new graphic designer on it? So it looked really, really good. Uh, that's a uh, big shout out to Justin Ford. Really, uh, I Hubert thought and Ford. It, I thought it looked Hubert really, and really Ford. good. Yeah. It was yeah. one of our no. season ticket holders, but um, exactly. yeah, you know, it helps us out. It as really, well, really and, yeah. looked good. It was Thank easy. You. It was great. Yeah. It was yeah. really, really good. I think you he know. is available for other work. Much, so if you need some stuff work. for any of the events Very coming well. up as well, then <laughs> <laughs> we need a lot of help. Um, and what was sort of what was the overriding kind of standout? The standout that came from from the survey. We asked people what they thought of the stadium and the match they experienced. We had ninety six percent of respondents saying that they thought that the uh, the, the, wow. the you know the, the, the ground was fair. and you think about that I mean that that is the Spurs the, the fans sort of result that you only That's get in North good. Korea or something yeah. isn't it really How dare you. Like, you know <laughs> but but and it's good so what we're going to do next year is we're going to put some really leading questions in so that people say the stadium's rubbish and on the basis of that we will argue for a massive reduction in prices exactly. <laughs> okay half price tickets but, but now, we are I mean, learning that yeah. was a sensational headline yeah. really and, it was ninety five absolutely credit to the club for for doing that as well because I think a lot of us maybe had our doubts is it going to be too modern is it going to be too swish and whatever and people love that place i mean I, you know it's it's great you know people wandering around and there's a thing now with you know sort of people going for their first time and you can see you know like you know the more regulars going and saying look and over there there's the program wall and that was my first game and then yeah. up there that's a picture of where i used to that's stand in 1967 spot. you know yeah. and people having the photos the poor stewards that stand by where the center spot is must yeah. see the people posing for the same photo you know about a million times every week yeah. that they're there as well but it's it's you know it's a great place and absolute credit for the club i yeah. think uh, one of the other that. standouts but well, we are paying for it aren't we so mm. Yeah. was um, that uh, 61% said they were inside the ground an hour before kickoff. Right. Mm. That's nuts. Mm. If you look at every crowd flow and every, mm. you know, yeah. research and poll or any piece of work that's ever been done into crowd flow mm. and management and, and their movement and routines before a game, you never get anywhere near 61% inside an hour before kickoff. And that's what so they said they fair play to, change, to the club, they have yeah. smashed that. Yeah. They, they moved that entire 
pattern mm. of fan well, we, movement. We used to have a reputation for having the, the latest walk-up, didn't we? Even at <laughs> yeah. home games, the fans, it's just like, you know, it's like two minutes beforehand and we're going to probably get about 20,000. You type it from your favourite pub and you knew, yeah. Yeah. You knew exactly, the queues yeah, yeah. would be that yeah. bad. Absolutely right. We used to come out of the Annie at half past two, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. 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 Annie yeah. at half past two. And yeah. yeah, I'd so. be going in probably about seven minutes to three. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Amazing. So, yeah, so that was, yeah. That that's sort of, you know, and you kind of do. It's odd, isn't it? That you know, when anything that happens is good to be a club, you still feel proud, and then you feel mm. as if you're a bit of a mug. So you think, well, I'm not getting anything, but it, it feels good to have a, have a good stadium, you know. Look, you uh, and the atmosphere in now, I still think, you know, there's been mm. a few conversations about that, but that South Stand is loud. You know, the City mm. game last year. Uh, the atmosphere was fantastic there, you know, and yeah. it, it will go up and down. There's a myth that every week mm. the old White Hart Lane was absolutely bouncing and people were kind of hanging over the front of the pitch or whatever. But you know that that had its moments and it had its had its non-moments as well. I, I was watching. I, I think we especially in there. I was watching again on BT Sports. They occasionally have this series, Big Match Revisited. Oh yeah. Oh, and recently they've been showing. It's the season we went down. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was the. So it was the season we stayed up. We we were sent Chelsea down, but also the oh, season. Oh, and the Leeds went, game at the end yeah, of the season. So they had that one. On the the ball, Leeds yeah. one they don't have, but they had the Chelsea two 0 Anyway, they had also the season we went down. We lost to Man City five nil, mm. and some of the games they showed at White Hart Lane. There's twenty six thousand. They're losing to Ipswich three oh, nil, yeah, and yeah. just awful. I mean, you talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah. you talk about awful atmospheres and just yeah. awful. It's like anything that the, the myth, the myth kind of builds up. I mean, like, I, I think that I'm always going to miss that that old ground. I've still got a picture of the shelf on my Twitter header, and mm. I mean that that's that's just that's that's part of of what my definition of the club is, of what yeah. my experience with the club is, and I'm I'm never going to forget that old ground. But uh, you know, you, you, you do move on. I think I said of quite yes. a few of us were worried about the what the shape of moving on would be, but I think mm. it's it's looking pretty good. You know, we'll see. It's got to create its own history, that ground. But yes. we've already, you know, we've already got that game, and it's interesting. We did the tour over the summer, and oh, what, right. what they say on the on the, the tour is actually really good, and they make a thing of the crowd. And one of the things I don't know whether it was just a guy that was taking us around. Was it Paul, who was uh, very 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 yes, good, uh, very good guide. Paul. Uh, and he said, you know, he said, you know, over there is there's a single tier South Stand. And he said, the game against Manchester City, uh, it's so intimidating that Aguero missed the penalty that they were wrongly given. You know, I don't think he said wrongly given, but, uh, but they were wrongly given that penalty. Uh, but so they've, they've kind of written the crowd into like the official, yeah. you know, guide in a way. And, you know, that stadium is creating its own stories. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully quite a few more of them this season yeah. in, in the years to come as well. Do you think, I, I, I haven't done the tour yet. I was going to take my, 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 my three girls. It's quite pricey, I thought. Yeah, so... Uh, it's over yeah, that's quid. the point Funnily that enough, we've made. It's over 100 <laughs> quid. Did feed that bag. And so I just yeah. went, nah, yeah. I'm not going to bother just yet. Did yeah. feed that bag. Yeah. As you might have expected. Oh, quite well, especially because I think well, the, the guide is a 15 some, quid on top as well. Do for some deals here and there and all that. I thought it was a little bit expensive. I think it's a bit toppy. They're really crafty as well because they start and finish in the actual shop. And so if you're taking your kids and you're starting in the shop yeah. and finishing in the shop the chance of you getting out of that shop yeah. without buying, a serious dent yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah, your yeah, credit yeah, yeah, card yeah. is not happening yeah so exactly. kiss goodbye to your season ticket I think, yeah. you know, so. anyway let's uh, so this Saturday uh, we play uh, the league champions the team we knocked out of the Champions League Manchester City now a few days ago I was quite worried about this game and then actually on the way to this recording I sort of thought wait a minute last season we played them a couple of days after that extraordinary Champions League mm. game we all just assumed we were going to get absolutely murdered that game revenge. we played really well last season yeah, let, let, Phil yeah. Foden got an early goal with a header it did, yeah. but that was it I thought we played really well there last season don't do it to yourself mate stop now let's be serious let's just be serious for a minute okay there, look there is there is no way that it's going to be anything other than an emphatic victory for Spurs. There we are. Right, at the weekend, right. 
It's, uh, there is no possible way that the result could be anything could else. possibly go wrong? Yeah. It's, it's I, in I, the bag. I don't even know what they're turning up. You know? I very much love that league game, though. That was such fun. Because obviously we've been there yeah, for the Champions League. A few days before. I think, was that on the Wednesday yeah. night? Or yeah, the yeah, Tuesday, really yeah, wasn't yeah, a Thursday is... night. No, uh, yeah. and, and then we played them on a Saturday. So yeah. like three days later. And yeah. literally, I, I was a bit naughty. And I spent about an hour. I was near the seg line. About an hour just making TV signs with my hands. As did most of our yeah. travelling fans. Yeah, the VAR song and was quite they popular. Were yeah. literally yeah. going nuts. They yeah. wanted yeah. to get across and kill yeah. us. It was <laughs> such fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we did play well there in the league last I, 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 season. I, I, we really did. We, we did. I mean, the thing, the thing as well to, to remember is that that, that Champions League game we actually lost the match didn't we we, we won yes. the tie but we lost the game four. and then we lost again three, as well and four, you look at it let's like yeah. see uh, yes. it, let, let's, that there is all the stuff about being owned by a state and all the rest of it you can't get away from that but yes. they've got some fantastic players they're a great football team I, I genuinely don't think that we're going to go up there and go oh no we're going to get battered I'm not thinking I wouldn't be surprised if we lost I'll be happy with a draw but mm-hmm. also I think it's absolutely possible that we could win that mm. game um, you know, they, they, they looked a little bit ro- I know it sounds silly they won 5-0 at the weekend but it's only West first Ham half is even, but, but they, they looked a little bit ropey at the, the back yeah. so, so we'll see we, we are a good team and we can compete mm. against anybody um, I'm not just forget- talking it up but. and we didn't we didn't have Harry Kane in the last one did we no he got injured in the uh, first yeah he was injured in the, uh, in the so we had yeah, no Kane yeah, yeah. No. although we've got Son is still out isn't he Son is still out obviously uh, Ali's yeah. still injured Forrest Forrest is still, still out. out after the nonsense at uh, Bournemouth um, isn't he so, so I mean, so, I mean I'd, be, I'd be surprised not to see Ericsson start at the weekend um, I think it depends what's happened with the talks which are apparently going on at the moment aren't they so. well the, the last reports again for may, maybe you not in the UK the, the last reports coming out is that Ericsson and his representatives are now talking to the club because my understanding is was that he absolutely assumed he was going to Real Madrid yeah. I know for a fact he sold his house really as soon as the season yeah, finished yeah. house sold I'm going to Real Madrid then didn't. And that's the team he wanted to go to. And the fact that obviously we heard these things at Man United were coming kind of from I don't think he wants to go to another British no. team. I think he had his heart set on Real, maybe Atletico if he had to. I mean, I know Juventus, the other team, yeah. sniffing around. But it does make sense for him and Spurs to sign a new contract, to give him parity with what he should be earning. And then if there's a gentleman's agreement, he can go at the end of this season. Mm. He's now got two, three years of his contract. Spurs can now charge proper money for him. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's a yeah. winner. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's I, how I, I like to see things pan out. I, I, would, I, I want to see him stay. stay. Yeah. We, yeah, he's a great player. What, what I don't want is, I don't want him to turn into the whipping boy. Because, yes. it, you know, if he stays and people have got this doubt about his commitment, then exactly. they are going to get on his back. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that would just be really sad. But also, you know, what a great position to, to be in. To, to be, and, and he's actually right, and Man United fans won't like this, but why would you want to move down no, to go exactly. to Man United? And at the moment, you know, they are... They're behind us. They're rebuilding. Mm. Uh, if you're at Alex's stage in his career, why would you want to do that? And mm. I think, you know, if he has said, I don't want to go anywhere else in England, then I think that's quite good. That shows, you know, some liking, some respect for the club, if you like, as well. Mm. But I, I, can't, I can't quite see him fitting in at Real Madrid either. But, you know, mm. maybe that's one of the reasons I'm not the manager of Real Madrid. I, I'm really concerned now. Is he homeless? I'm sure he's got the money to... You've got a spare room, frankly. I'm no, sure but the flat upstairs from me is just, just, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. just become available. Maybe he's put the family in the Grosvenor Hotel or somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, don't worry, he's not looking around for some Airbnb around Stamford Hill. I'm sure he's fine. Thanks for the reassurance. Uh, <laughs> so, um, it's the human side that we like, you see. Thanks. Exactly. So, what, uh, predictions for the Sasta? How do you see the game God, panning out? This is really difficult for me. 
Um, it's a good time to play the man in the season, isn't it? I don't think it's ever a good time to play Man City. I'd rather just well, not play them. Talk- yeah, yeah. Um, however, we still got a really good head-to-head record. Yeah. You know, we, we smashed them on the head-to-heads. So mm. and, until they were backed by a state, yeah. we were winning fairly yeah. regularly. Well, the old joke used to be if we beat them again, we get to keep them. Didn't we? Yes. You know, what we found out a couple <laughs> of years ago... I love that, Mark. What, what, I really what love we found that. out a couple of years ago, which, which was great, actually, was we were talking to a friend of ours who was a, a big City fan. And he was saying, you know what's still really annoying about you lot is that you still play that 81 cup final stuff before the game, don't you? Yeah. And they're still wound up about losing yeah. that game, absolutely. even all these years later as so well. They so they should be, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm going to go for a pragmatic 2-2. Mm. Martin? 2-1 Spurs. Oh, beautiful. Martin. Beautiful. I'm going to go... But you've, got, you've got beer riding on this, Mike, so you better pay attention. I'm going to go a surprising nil-nil draw. <gasps> One of those games that defences both play well and we, no one put the ball in there. And I think, obviously, I think most Spurs fans would budge your hand off for a draw <laughs> against Manchester City and remain unbeaten this season, you know. Uh, right, just uh, other bits and pieces. Uh, if you enjoy the Spurs show and you'd like to hear additional uh, premium content, including a daily Spurs news update show, match reports, interviews with ex-players and much, much more, go to patreon.com slash Spurs show. Lots of great interviews with... Uh, players some of the year we've been talking about now Don McAllister Jimmy Holmes John Duncan Conan Lee Alfie Kahn Pat Banner how many many others there's a new documentary series from Paolo Hewitt talking about Tottenham chance and we've got a new one Willie Morgan's putting together for us so go and check that out please uh, support the podcast patreon.com slash Spurs show now Martin you're coming back on next month I am talk about your new book well with Mr Alex Finn yes yeah, uh, there is a book coming out on September the 16th lovely Do we give us a, we'll, we'll go in more detail obviously when you come back on. I, I've been briefed not to not to give too much away okay. <laughs> um, give something but yeah, away. it's called One Step from Glory uh, it's the story of our Champions League one last year but it's also a story Don't give about away the end, Martin. why <laughs> what happens uh, it's a story about why Europe's important to Spurs as well and there's a very special connection that Alex has got uh, and one of the reasons that we wrote the book which he will tell you about when he okay. comes on that's good and any sort of trust news you want to get out and tell people anything coming up or, uh, or what, for, the, for those people that still haven't actually signed up where can they sign up to become a yeah, member well, first of all of they the need to go and, and stand in front of a mirror and have a very strong <laughs> word with themselves as to why they haven't signed up but once they've done that yes. if they would like to go and connect themselves to the mm. internet yes uh, then, which is available at all good outlets now it's www.th stofficial.com that's mm-hmm. our website forward slash membership yeah. is, is how you sign up it's a tenner a year for an adult a fiver a year for a concession for full membership which means that you can vote in all our elections you can stand for the board yourself uh, if you don't want to give please. us any money please, please yeah. do stand, please for, the stand for the board but if you don't want to give us any money so but want to support us associate yeah. memberships completely free so that's that we've got a members event coming up in October that we'll plug okay, a little time. bit later okay. well do it now if you want it's yeah. with Kev Miles who's the chief exec of the Football Supporters Association okay. uh, so like the big hitter in terms of fan representation yeah, he also runs the England Fans Embassy as well so mm-hmm. he does a lot of international stuff so absolutely and that should will, be an interesting evening yeah. that will be around um, campaigning and fan activism nationally and internationally so around things like safe standing around things like VAR around things like uh, European price caps the European Super League all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. that'll be a, a super interesting night good and, and don't forget you out there if you haven't got the Spurs show season ticket and you go and get that and you give us your uh, your 
trust members number will say that you're a member. You do get 20% off the uh, the one-year fee. So, and thank uh, you very much for that. And we've been doing that. Thanks, and uh, so it's even more reason to just go and sign up and just make sure you're covered properly <laughs> with everything Spurs. Right, well, that's it for uh, this week. We'll be back next week um, looking back, hopefully, a famous victory at Manchester City. Uh, Kat and Martin, thank you so much for joining us. Always uh, a pleasure, Mike. Thank tonight. you for having us. An absolute pleasure. Thank you for all of you listening, wherever you are. Until next time, come on, you Spurs. This day, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg one or day, January the 20th, 1951. On this day, January the 14th, 1978, a jump. On this day, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut. If you're interested in the history, landmarks, and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. And White Hart Lane erupts. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash spurshow. Patreon.com slash spurshow. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. John Pratt Brace at a concert. January the 17th, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spurge slash Spurge slash Spurge. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. 1951. Martin Chivers makes his debut for Spurs. Top of the league and White Hart Lane a run. 1978. 2008. 1951. 1968. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash Spurs slash Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.